Hello everybody and welcome to today's podcast. Today it's our great pleasure to have with us Chris Vibik from the Vibik Design Studio and we're going to talk about lots of topics. Um, hello Chris. Hi. Hi. Um, just under four weeks until your Evolution Design Fair. Can you tell, right. us, can you tell us more about that event? Ooh, well it has... Uh... A little history. We started in, in in 2013. We had the first edition, and 2014 we had the second edition. Uh, those two editions were in in Eindhoven in Holland. Okay. Uh, and it was it was connected to the Dutch Design Week, and Dutch Design Week has uh, approximately 400,000 visitors. So, our thought was if we have just one percent of those visitors in the venue we would have well four thousand people in that would be nice you know it's all business related so but apparently it didn't work like that so um and the reason that we started the show in the first place was that we as design studios were very worried about the future of indigo mood Uh in brussels yeah uh, in the meantime, uh, they, they found uh, time after time new money. You know, it went from Textirama to Easy Fares, and, and it was also in the French uh, hands, I think. Um, and even now, you know, we have the same thoughts about it. You never know what happens. And we as design studios can't afford to lose that turnover. So somebody had to do something. And uh, that's why we. Uh, started the evolution uh, a couple of years ago, and then, <clears throat> sorry, uh, in 2014 we did the last edition, and then we stopped because uh, there was a new owner of of Mood Indigo, and um, they found money again, and they invested, and they did a good job. You know, it, yeah. it went to another venue, and uh, so there was really no no necessity anymore to 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 have the evolution show. Nevertheless, um, through the years, I, I, I still had the feeling, you know, that, that we could use a show in, in Europe. There's, uh, uh, it's, it, it's all about timing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that, that's actually, there's no show uh, besides the, the Como Crea, maybe. And it's, it's a very small show. It's, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but there's there, there's no show it's in. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's nothing there's nothing in the UK either. There's no London show anymore. Exactly, exactly. So um, I I talk to to my customers, you know, and we have a lot of customers. We we sold our designs last year in in 32 countries. So wow. it's 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 really spread. And and they all said, you know, it would it would be good to have a show somewhere in June, maybe end of May. Uh, it, it gives the customer uh, much more time to develop product that they buy in, in May or June to present on Heimtex. Now the only possibility that they have is to buy their designs in Brussels yeah. and uh, that, that's in September. So yeah. uh, for, for Russian customers that's fine because they all focus uh, on Mosbuild and that's in April so they have time enough but for the regular customer who wants to show that product at Heimtex, uh, September is, is really late and they have a lot of pressure to to develop the, the product right in time. So um, May, June, uh, uh, that's what I heard from the customers that that would be terrific. And of course, we changed the, the city from, from Eindhoven to Amsterdam 
uh, that's obvious why. It's so easy. It's just so easy to move around Amsterdam, isn't it? And so many flights yeah. from worldwide. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's really good. And how, how many studios have you got together? You've got some really great studios, uh, haven't you? Yeah, we, now we have uh, 50 studios. Uh, among them are, are three companies, you know, related to the designers. Uh -huh. uh, there's one uh, that's that's called House of You. Yeah, I know House of You. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, and they focus on printing for designers, just small pieces, samples, uh, digitally printed. Uh, that, that's one company. Then we have uh, another company. It's called CGI. Uh, that's, that's a company who focuses on 3D presentations, so product presentations. So our designs would be presented on, on a couch, on a bed, or on anything else. That, that's, that's really innovative. Uh, that, that, so that, important though, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it is. It's for so us, for it's, it's, it's really addition, uh, in addition to, to the designers. And then we have um, Sugravo, and Sugravo is a, uh, an embossing uh, roll company. So they, they, they uh, produce uh, screens and, and they thought it a nice, nice opportunity uh, because it's a new location and you never know what happens, you know, they are really open-minded in the sense of let's see what happens and they want to be there. So they were very well. So when you say embossing, are they from the engraving side for walker rings? <clears throat> uh, yes, that's, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. That's great. That's really good. So you've got a cross section there and lots of showing lots <coughs> of new technologies that are coming through as well, which all of them are just encircle the whole design process these days, don't they? And getting closer and closer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I think yeah, it, it, it's a nice addition, you know, so so um, and eventually uh, maybe there's a possibility also in, in next editions to have more uh, product uh, presentation for, for other companies. I don't know where this go. This is going. I, I, I want to keep it a, a kind of a boutique show, not not too many studios. We have next year maybe a possibility to enlarge it a little bit, but but um, it it will be n n not too big, so, you know. So and, and the point is that uh, we don't want to 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 have another high tech steel show where you have 250 studios and you have only two days and you have only a couple of hours as a customer. And what are you going to do? You're going to visit the, the studios that you know. That's true. And, and we want to be a platform also for new newcomers, new studios, uh, funky, nice young guys, you know, who have new right. ideas. Yeah. That's what we hear from our customers. It's it's too much the same every year. So uh, we I really- I think that's so important though, isn't it? Because um, as a designer myself, it's so important that the designers leading the marketplace. And I think so often, as you say, with some of the huge studios, they kind of churning out what they know sells sometimes. Whereas, mm -hmm. as you're saying, you know, by bringing in everybody together that is inspirational, creative and new to the marketplace sometimes too, you, you have that hotbed of inspiration, which is going to attract more visitors, more mm -hmm. clients, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and, and also, you know, you, you have to realize that, that uh, design studios in general are struggling at the moment. It's, it's, it's not easy for them, even if you start in the business. It's 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 so uh, incredibly in expensive to 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 be there, and everybody chooses for 
a big show like like Heimtextil, which, which is uh, I, I totally understand. Nevertheless, uh, uh, the newcomers get get really. Lost. Let's say bad places, yeah, they do, yeah. you know, near the toilets, near near yeah. somewhere nobody comes, you know, and and uh, I think those people should be uh, somewhere in a, in a, in a triple uh, A position, yeah. you know. So so uh, that that are the new new people, the new ideas, the new so and and at least they should have the possibility to show their work and uh, you know with a with a rather smaller show. People are more relaxed. They have the time, you know. And uh, well, I, I think, um, and I talk to those those smaller studios. Also, financially spoken, it's 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 easier for them to to get into a smaller show than than, than a bigger show. So uh, it, it, the bigger show, it's all about uh, money. And uh, for us, it's uh, of course uh, uh, we don't want to lose money. Nevertheless, you know, the, the profit is not the, the, the primary uh, uh, reason that we all yeah. 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 It's about community though, isn't it? It's about celebration of the design community, as you say, in one location and, and the mentoring that goes on in, in those environments too, where you've got all of those creative studios together. And as you say, out of that standard commercial environment that you get the big shows like Hangtech Steel, where it is mm-hmm. about money and everyone's, everyone that arrives in the, the design halls has another agenda as well. So they've got a very small amount of time Whereas exactly. by, by focusing it purely on design, they are there to sit, chat, talk, talk about trends, talk about the future, talk about the past, what, you know, all of those things and build face-to-face relationships, which is so important. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's why we promote, yeah. <laughs> promote also n- not only the names of the studios, but also the people on Instagram, you know, so a face tells more than... Uh, uh, if you recognize people, you say, "Ah, yeah, I talked to that guy. You know, he has nice things." Uh, that's more hard uh, uh, the way we want to do it. That's right, and I, I, I think so. So often as well at some of the big shows, you know, some of the big buyers, they they lose respect for the amount of creativity, the amount of soul that goes into every piece of work, exactly. and the amount of time it takes to do it. And I think sometimes <laughs> because we live in a such a digitized world. Because the artwork can be kind of a blend of both, it can be hand-painted, then digitized. For mm-hmm. them, somehow, it, they think it should cost less. And yet, yeah, 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 exactly. The, creati- exactly. the creativity is exactly the same. And it, well, well, that, it doesn't necessarily take any less time. Yeah, and that's the thing that I, I always tell my customer, you know. He says, and, and how much is this? And I say, it's the same price, you know. Yeah. I sell an idea. I don't sell hours. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. That's exactly it. Oh, well, I, I you know, wish you well with everything. It's such an exciting time and I'll do everything I can from this side to promote your event as well, which is brilliant. It is. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Which is cool. Now, you've been in the industry for a long time, Chris, haven't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just uh, uh, thought about it. I, I think I do this now for 32 years, 33, 32. Wow. It depends on how you look at it. Oh. I had several design studios, you know, together with all the other people, but you know how designers are they are they, they have a particular idea and they want to follow it so in the end you know seven years ago i started a new company called for big designs and uh, i took the staff with the old uh, company well they had to choose where to stay there or to go with me and and fortunately i was in a position that i uh, uh, could welcome them all in in, in the new company. So um, and we are now for seven years here in Eindhoven at, at Stripe S. That that that's a 
the creative height of, of Eindhoven, more or less. Um, and we were, we were very happy, you know, we are still growing and, and uh, yeah, uh, people like the work that we do. Um, it's, it, it's Yeah, it's... Uh, How did you we, trade, Chris? How did you get into the industry? <laughs> Yeah, I, I was an art teacher for 10 years. Okay. In a school, you know, high school. Yeah. And, uh, well, uh, I, I don't know, but but uh, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but a but, uh, teacher and entrepreneur, that doesn't go well together. So so I had to, at one point I had to choose. And uh, I started just in, in, in rebuilding my garage as a, as a kind of atelier uh, and... Uh, so, so I started there, and I had uh, I had a good friend who had some experience in in creating designs, and and that's how I learned, uh, because I, I I could paint, and in that time everything was hand painted, so there there, there was no digital art uh, mm-hmm. in the market, and uh, and we started painted painting, and, and we started selling, and it went on and on and on and on, and that's uh, well how it more or less uh, started. So, um, and in the meantime, of course, I, I, I was looking uh, for, for staff, for, for good people, for uh, mainly people that I, I could connect with in the sense of we have the same ideas, I see your creativity, I see your, uh, your, your focus on, on, on design in general. And uh, well, in the end, it, it, I have the studio as it is now, and I'm very happy with it. Oh, that's great! How many people do you have in the studio? Do you, do uh, we we have uh, five people uh, on the payroll in the sense of they they work uh, Monday Friday, uh-huh. uh, and uh, we work with I think uh, twenty to twenty five freelance designers. Great. So you have yeah a huge spread throughout the collections. It's fantastic. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And how so, how do you how do you train? Do you work alongside the freelancers then, the, the young up and coming talents as well, to help train them with all the different techniques? Um, and well, we we have some internships. Uh, I think constantly we have two or three uh, interns. So in that sense, if you compare it to the UK, you have uh, a lot of academies who who. Uh, uh, well, in, in the end, you are a, a, a print designer or a uh-huh. you call pattern designer. Or a, uh, in in Holland, there, there there's no education at all for for uh, becoming a, a designer in the okay. sense of, of uh, surface designing. So so two D so flat surface design. We have a lot of designers in 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 fashion in in. Uh, in 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 graphics. all kind of, in, in graphics in, in in all kind of but but not in in the area that that uh, well that that's why I, I I envy your country because uh, you have so many talented well, yeah I think we also have too many courses sometimes as <laughs> yeah. well because you know you, at the end of the day you that that well it's it's a huge topic that isn't it but what my my kind of feeling in the UK is that we have too many courses that aren't specialized enough in the different sectors and that the students when they leave don't, mm-hmm. don't have the toolbox to go and get a job. Um, okay. and I used to have interns who used to take internships and stuff as well and I used to do that you know, with a passion because as you say, unless you share that knowledge with them, they're not going to get employment. Quite often they didn't even understand repeat when they came into the studio. It's like, exactly. 
really? How, how, if you if you don't understand repeat form and content, how can you create a product? Because how do you how do you, how in your head do you visualize whether that's going to be a smaller scale yeah. croquis for fashion, or well, it's going to be a wallpaper, or it's going to drape at a window? You have to think well, about that right at the beginning. Today we have AVA, yeah? so yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that. I guess you're probably right, actually, to a certain extent, in that that visualization side of software yeah, yeah. helps the designer to, to see them. To, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, we, we we don't work with with those kinds of uh, uh, programs. We have uh, simply Illustrator and Photoshop, and yeah. uh, it it uh, it it learns you to to think in in repeat. You know, uh, if if you see. Uh, excellent pro programs like like ABA, yeah, you really don't have to know what a repeat is. You know, the the, the moment you put something on your paper, it repeats them itself. So so yeah, that's right. I can remember showing uh, showing the studio once a repeat glass, and they were like, "What's that?" <laughs> I said, "Just, Actually, just I, have, I have one here in front of me." Yeah, they've become like a vintage possession. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it is. It is. And sometimes on fairs, you know, I use it or I give it to my customers, and they yeah. say, "Well, oh, what's this? What's this?" You yeah. know, and they have to 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 adjust it and look at it and turn it. And, yeah. It's magical. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. can, and you can see if it's going to track. If you see a you know a break in the flow, whatever it is, just put that glass over the top, and you can see it. And they're like, "Whoa." That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So clever, but about four, three hundred years old. <laughs> well, not everything that's old is bad. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's great. So tell me then. You know, we we spoke briefly before we started the podcast about the amount of travel that you do, but also um, marketing now is a is an essential tool for every designer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's all about uh, marketing, branding. Uh, it's it it it's so it's so important. Um, I I uh, I use a lot of uh, well as you do yourself, uh, Instagram, yeah, uh, Twitter. Uh, we have uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. You know everything what's available. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you don't see enough designers on LinkedIn. I don't think not enough creatives there. Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, I think the, the the idea is that. You don't put your your ideas on internet because, uh, well, yeah, obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah, well, it's a big no. copyright's a huge issue. You know, it really is worldwide. Yeah, but we are beyond that. I think. Uh, I think. Okay, if if I do something nice and I create something nice, okay, if you have the urge to copy it, be my guest. Uh, uh, what's the point? You know, even for customers. Um, you charge you you charge a regular fee for for uh, by by selling a design, and if they copy it, there, there has to be somebody who is copying it. They are they are spending hours, and in the end, they have uh, what what do they have? They have that yeah. they have a copy uh, that that's less interesting, that's that's uh, uh, late. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> what's the point? In the end, you know, you they, they win maybe a few hundred pounds, and 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 they have something that they know. Well, hopefully we don't get any uh, any any issues about it. But but in the end, it's 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 stupid to do that. You it know? is. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm really not so no very worried uh, if if I put my my designs on the internet. Uh, yeah. You have to be careful, don't you? But as you say, you can't spend your creative life being vexed because no creative works best when they're angry. 
Um, exactly. And you can't focus on plagiarism and what people people are copying and ripping off because you you really would just be angry. And also, you, you know, sadly, it's impossible to to stop. You can protect against it, but you can't stop it. So you have to kind of see it almost mm-hmm. for what it mm-hmm. is. And you can't legislate against it. You can't afford to take people to to take legal action, can you? Yeah, you're right. Well, fortunately, we 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 do a lot of handwork, and yes. and so copying in that sense is is makes it a little bit diff, diff, more difficult, because it's all handwork, you know, hand painted, a lot of texture, gold, silver, and so on and so on. It's it's hard to copy that. So, uh, but nevertheless, you know, we have we have a a, a major part that's that's digi- digitally generated. So, that that will be an issue, but. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Uh, How no, many, but, do most of your clients require digital format now? Uh, depends on. Depends on. We we are. Uh, uh, I think uh, if I look to our turnover, maybe sixty percent will be wallpaper. And wallpaper people are, are funny people. You know, they want to smell. They want to feel. They want to. They really appreciate the the, the handwork. Of course, they they also accept digital work, 100% digital di- digitally generated. But uh, the handwork they really prefer. We have a lot of customers from Russia, from Ukraine, um, China, uh, Germany, also the UK, of course. Uh, uh, and and really, if you 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 go to to wallpaper uh, uh, companies, they, they they really like the the handwork. Yeah. And um, uh, years ago, everybody said, you know, Chris, stop it, the handwork. It's 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 done. Uh, everybody goes digital. And I said, well, let's see. I think there there is a niche uh, that that still appreciates the, the handwork. You know the. And and uh, fortunately, uh, I was right. And and even if I see our turnover, the the, the handwork is is a, is a major part of our turnover. It is. So, it's your unique identity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. So, but, so yeah. I used to work in the wall covering industry years ago, actually, and I know mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, the wall wall covering designers and the manufacturers, the guys, the, the guys that do the embossing and the screen separations in wall coverings have to be so creative because using conventional technology, you can only use generally four or six screens, whether it's going flexo or gravure. Mm-hmm. So they are masters, absolute masters at taking a flat surface and making it tactile, utilizing yeah. a very right. limited set of components. Yeah, um, and as you say, wall coverings are have these in this day and age. They are tactile. They have. They're about surface. They're about engagement, ambiance, aren't they? So I can I can see exactly um, why the depth of texture within your portfolio is so su- such a great fit for wall coverings. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's um yeah. I used I used to love yeah used to love working in that industry. Um, mm-hmm. but um, probably. Before it went water-based, so it was a bit toxic, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're right. You're it, right. It was fun. Everything changes, so it, it does. But you, you're so right. Um, as you say, like maybe 15 years ago, to just step back and say, no, you know what? It's not. It, yes, of course, it's going to move to a digital format, but the the identity and the USP is within that create the creativity of the hand, isn't it? Yeah. Well, actually, you know, if, if you see which studios are doing well at the moment, there are mainly studios who have a large part of their portfolios hand-painted, like Haley Studios, like Lacalier, right, yeah. like uh, like us, 
you know, that's that's uh, really uh, you see Mineda, the Japanese studio. Yeah, I have a couple of studios, and and of course they digitize that work, but basically it's all handwork, you know. And 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 most of uh, of our pieces that we have, it's just you know uh, what you see is what you get. So you take the design and it's hand painted. It's not digitized. Uh, so uh, and 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 those studios are doing very well. I if, if you saw hand textile, I I'm. I'm not uh, dropping any names, but, but <laughs> there were some studios who are pretty famous for their digital work, and there was not a lot going on. So, uh, you know, that, that's, that, that's a sign of, of, of the times, I think, is, that, yeah. that also, people appreciate yeah. and the handwork, the, the arts and crafts, more or less. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything goes round, doesn't it? But as you say, as we talked about earlier with education, I think one of the big problems there is that it's a huge problem here in the UK, is that universities don't teach people how to paint anymore. Exactly. So, you know, when I when I trained, you had to copy the masters. So yeah. You, so you would copy Van Gogh or Little, you copy or whoever a designer, who, uh, uh. William, whoever it was, you'd copy it. You'd you'd, you'd look at it and you would yeah. replicate. Learn, learn to handle a brush, you know. Learn to, yeah. Learn paint. to mix the palette in the right levels. Learn about the repeat exactly. and learn to paint. And by cop by doing those multiple copies, you would eventually in your training you develop your own style and then you move on with that but unfortunately now you've got this whole generation of designers out there who haven't been taught they don't understand lights they don't mm -hmm. they just can't paint um, and they are kind of stuck in that digital world so internships are real within the studios are so important yeah you're right that's a, that's the same the problem that we have. It's so hard to you know. I, if, if I want to have a good designer, uh, I, I have a couple. Of, fortunately, we we have a couple uh, that that are really good at hand painting. If you see my head of the studio, yeah. is Anna Michalkova, and she she is from our origin. She's Russian from Saint Petersburg. She had a really traditional education in painting. She uh, did restorations on cathedrals and wow. and now she and, and she came to Holland. Now now she has a Dutch passport, uh, speaks fluently Dutch and Russian. And uh, uh, but but we have to have uh, we have to get our people from 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 there, you know, or or from Japan or or I don't know where. I have a couple of designers, excellent painters, excellent painter, but not from Holland and not from the UK. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We do really need to somehow kind of invest and help that next generation to to come forward mm -hmm. with the right skill set, don't we? Yeah, and I know that Jeff I was chatting with Jeff Haley and his team not so long ago, and they were talking about setting up a painting school. So they actually do start to teach people um, yeah. to paint you know, through not necessarily doing kind of one to ones, but through on online tutorials, teaching them how to put the right ground down, how to mix your paint, how to mix gouache, whatever media you're using, and how you build up those layers and just understand it more better. Very important. Yeah. Okay, um, so really conscious of taking up loads of your time. I'll move on to the next question. Um, sure. what's, what do you think the biggest change has been in, cust in your customer behaviour in the last couple of years? Oh, that's, that's really... That's a big one. Um, well, um, as I said, uh, our biggest turnover is, is wallpaper. Uh -huh. uh, if, I, if I see in that category, people are very picky at the moment. Uh, wallpaper industry uh, has a major problem in, 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 in Europe, I think. If you see what's, what's happening in Germany at the moment, you know, PNS, 
uh, is is gone. Uh, one of the biggest factories in in German, and the others are also struggling. You know, the uh, for for years and years they produced for the Russian market, and uh, the Russians now have their own plants, their own machines, their own people who can handle the machines, and. Uh, it's all about uh, uh, economics, you know, markets. Uh, the ruble was very bad, so uh, buying wallpaper uh, abroad was very expensive, went very expensive. So in the end, uh, they all bought their own machines and now they, they don't have uh, the urge to produce abroad, uh, so which volume, results... Volume yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we see it... Uh, we see it everywhere. Nevertheless, uh, uh, if you see in the, in the conventional market, it's now uh, everybody uh, wants uh, murals, uh, big, uh -huh. uh, um, uh, big digital uh, files for 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 whole walls. Uh, that that changed the market completely, I think. Um, and uh, another thing is, uh, of course, uh, digital printing is 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 coming up. Uh, uh -huh. Uh, it's it's a market uh, you know where you don't have to have your stock anymore it's printing on demand it's uh, small runs uh, it's not regular 2000 rolls that you have to order uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, a very dynamic market yeah. at the moment and it's a difficult one isn't it because wall coverings are costed for vault for volume when you yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, it's, they are. And we're, yeah. we're moving into customization, big style, in every single sector, whether it's actually interiors for fabric printing yeah. or fashion. It's custom. Everybody wants customized, and as you say, volumes have dropped, but the original costings for those products were based on volume. So it's it poses a big big problem for the big manufacturers because they've all Absolutely. got fixed overheads and they have to change their business models. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And, and uh, this, this, by the way, the same is for textiles. You, yeah. you see more and more uh, digital printing. Uh, uh, well, we just talked uh, about House of You. But if you see, for instance, um, related company to uh, which also will be there on, on, uh, on Evolution is uh, Big Impact. And Big Impact now will, uh, it, 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 uh, it's very new. And it, I think it's the, the first machine that uh, really prints 3D, so you have really uh, uh, height in 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 a in a wallpaper print. Yeah. Uh, and they will show it uh, at the show, and it's the, the first time it, that there's one machine who can do it. There are, there are different machines who simulate something like that, but really with paint and be flexible and in a really fast speed. Uh, it's uh, it, it's amazing what what's happening if you if you see the the conventional way of printing wallpaper. Actually, nothing happened in in 20 years. I think it was the, yeah. the regular yeah. store machines. Uh, you know, uh, innovation was was well nearly not there. If you go now to a wallpaper company and you go into the factory, you see the the, the machines that that basically are not changed in in 20 years but if no, you see the, no. the digital printing industry in five years it's it's really uh, uh, 180 degrees turnaround you know it's it's so innovating so new things everybody's experimenting uh, uh, even if you uh, I, I just bought a new hp uh, printing machine and there were two cartridges 
not failed. I said, what, what, what's that? Yeah, we're working on silver and gold to, uh, you know, those 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 places are for two cartridges, silver and gold. It's not developed. Uh, uh, we're not at the point that we, that, that we can use it. But but, you know, so everybody is thinking ahead from what, what's what, what's coming. Yeah, it's great, so, great for the creative mind, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. So so in, in that sense, the industry is really changing. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it is. It, there's a huge turning point right now, actually, <laughs> with there, as you say. And I think that for me, what I love about the whole thing is the creatives are so involved in it at every single level. Yeah, yeah they are. You're right. Yeah, it is. It's an inspiring time for all of us. Um, and speaking of inspiration, um, how do you inspire your studio? What inspires your collections and your team? Whoa! Yeah. Well, we travel a lot, obviously. Uh, so, so uh, when I'm in a, in in a city, I uh, I want to do shops, as okay. we call it. Let's do some shops, and let let's let's see what happens. You know, because uh, you have to know what's what's in the shops to 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 take the next step. Yeah, the markets uh, for each for, the, for each country are completely different, yeah. aren't they? For color, quite often as well. Yeah, and, and because uh, that uh, we have a wide uh, ranged cover, you know, from from Japan to the U.S. and everything between, and from South Africa to Norway, uh, and everything in between, and it's all about taste, you know. And you have to understand taste, and you have to understand the 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 people and the product, and that that that's one of the reasons that I uh, I like to have. Uh, freelance designers from a particular area because they they have the cultural background to understand what what kind of designs are in the uh, in in demand and and uh, what what would be interesting and what would be the next step for us it's 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 very hard to uh, to get into a a Japanese culture or and, and we try to do so and we try to d develop uh, designs but if you have a Japanese designer uh -huh. you will see it's it's just a little bit better a little bit uh, more sophisticated uh, so uh, um, the inspiration that we uh, that we want to have is, is is from cities and go there and and look at the products that they are that are there and 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 just see can we add something to this or is this so specific that we should leave it to the people that we have in the area do you find you have to search harder within cities if you know what i mean because i remember like years ago i mean talking like years and years ago i used to go to new york and it would be so inspirational i just don't get that in new york anymore it's just full of chain stores <laughs> it's, it's full of chains and it's like no i'm not getting anything here you come back i go to soho <laughs> yeah so where, where would you recommend people go if they for, for designers if uh, they were looking for inspiration that's, well debbie that's that that's a hard one you know if if you look in any city, uh, uh, that there there will be places where where you really can get inspired. I was in Moscow, you know. You have in Moscow. I don't know exactly where it is. It, I think it's near Gorky Park somewhere. You have a kind of underground uh, uh, um, place where where you have designers. Uh, um, they they show their work. Uh, you, you really really have to know the place to to yeah. get there. You've got to but do research. Amazing what they have on artwork, on designs, on, and it's just a, a, a kind of tunnel or an underground. Um, if you go to Shanghai, you know, if if you know the places, there there are always also places and 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 art galleries. They have amazing work, 
but you have to know it. You know, it's it's uh, well, everybody. If you go to to New York, you go to the the modern art, or you go to the Guggenheim, yeah. or but that that's not really what we are looking for. We are looking for young people, new ideas, new uh inspiration new color combinations that that that's more or less what what triggers us to to see what kind of direction that we have to follow so uh which city any city could do i think every in any every city you have you have people who are uh, uh creative who want to express themselves uh, so uh, not particular a city, I think. Uh, just have to tune in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, and and ask locals. You know, where should I go? That that's more or less. And don't follow uh, internet. Or you have to go here. You have to go there. Of course, uh, excellent, nice works. But but really get into to uh, new things. Uh, talk to locals where to go. It's, yeah, it's recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, conversation is always best, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Quite so often on the Instagram. Highlights, you know, and it changes so fast. And also, where you should go, it's it's like uh, it's like restaurants, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, um, Chris, I'm so conscious of taking up so much of your time. Um, last question. Um, we probably touched on this a little bit, but what advice would you give any creative or graduate at the beginning of their career in, in today today's world? Mm -hmm. I would say um, try to brand your studio in a proper way. Uh, uh, just just be yourself. Do what you what comes from the heart. You know, don't don't try to imitate people. Just do be yourself, and 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 let's see uh, what you come up with uh, in in the sense of designs. Uh -huh. and be original. Uh, more of the same. You know, what's the point? Uh, if you go to Heimtex, there are 250 studios. So everybody who comes new is is blown away by by the amount of studios, and they say, "Well, what will, will I be a, a difference in in this in this fair?" Yeah. Don't think like that. You know, uh, be be confident, uh, uh, follow your heart. And uh, it's uh, I, I, I started uh, years and years ago just with an idea. I want to do this. I'm I'm fed up with being a teacher, and I want to do and and you know if you work hard, in the end it will work out. And try to to communicate with people. Uh, don't sit uh, uh, on your desk and wait till the customer comes to you. Go there, talk to the people, be nice, uh, have good work. And well, uh, that's that. That's more or less what I, what I would advise uh, any newcomer. That's great. And, that's great advice. Come to evolution. You know, we yeah. have a platform for new people for, for for young new designers. And, Agreed. Uh, yeah, definitely go to evolution. So just just let's finish off on that note. Actually, it's a really good one. Um, and again, as you said, you know, that's where any any creative wherever they are in their creative journey can meet the meet with the industry, meet with the trade. And the same with the buyers as well. Tell us, tell us when the, what the dates are again, Chris. Um, we start on the the uh, fourth, the fifth, and the sixth. We, we start on the fourth. That's the first uh, show day. Uh -huh. uh, well, then we have the fifth. That's uh, the let's see, the Wednesday. Yes, and then the Thursday. We end at I think three o'clock, more or less. Then then it's breaking down. So we have three days. Everybody is welcome. You know, you can register. 
um, on www.evolutionfair.com. Uh, entrance is free, just register and you, we, we send you the PDF uh, ticket home. So it uh, doesn't get any easy. And it is a, it's a marvelous uh, venue where we are. It's in the middle of a park, pedestrian area. There are lots of terraces, restaurants. We hope to have nice weather. So, Great. you know, make, make a nice two days. Amsterdam has a lot to offer. Yes, uh, so yes. it's really fun. It sounds like an inspiring occasion for everybody. I hope so. I hope so. Let, let, let's see what happens. And uh, we will talk uh, about this again. You know, <laughs> we <the> will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Oh, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. It's been lovely to catch up. And, thank you. Uh, for everybody listening, do check out the Evolution Fair. Um, Chris, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And it was fun having me. Oh, speak soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.